0: Josh Hasten here, Israel Uncensored, on the Land of Israel Network, at thelandofisrael.com. It is Wednesday, the 28th of February, 2024, the 19th of Adar Aleph 5784, coming to you on a beautiful Wednesday in Gush Etzion, in the hills of Judea, just south of Jerusalem, the eternal capital of the state of Israel. And the Jewish people, hope you are well, hope you are safe in your part of the world. The war continues down in Gaza. We'll get to that in just a few minutes. Also, a lot of action on the northern border border as well, as Hezbollah and Hamas and other elements continue to try and terrorize the Jewish state by launching missiles and rockets at various cities and towns in the north. And by the way, rockets also being fired from the south. Yesterday, rockets fired at Ashkelon and Zikim, just north of Gaza. But I want to start here with Prime Minister Netanyahu and U.S. President Joe Biden. JNS reported today that Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu last night hit back at U.S. President Biden for claiming that the Jewish state's incredibly conservative government risked losing international support incredibly conservative government. Those are the words from the U.S. president. Netanyahu said, since the start of the war, I have been leading a diplomatic campaign to block pressure designed to end the war prematurely and to secure strong support for Israel. Netanyahu said this in a video message. He said, we have had considerable success today. A Harvard-Harris poll was published, which shows that 82% of the American public supports Israel, meaning that four out of five U.S. citizens, supports Israel and not Hamas, he continued. This will help us continue the campaign until total victory, added Netanyahu. So on Monday night, it was President Biden who said that Israel has the overwhelming support of the vast majority of nations. However, he said, however, there's always a however here. You know what I'm saying? Those who said Israel has a right to defend itself against Hamas, But, and anybody who adds that but, but Israel's uh, using too much force, Israel's doing this, Israel's doing that. Yeah, we understand, but anybody who uh, who adds a but or or a however or any of these words shows where they truly are. So Biden said, if it keeps this up without changing this incredibly conservative government they have, and then he called out National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir by name and others, They're going to lose support from around the world. And that is not in Israel's interest, said the president of the United States. So the president has a problem. Let's listen to what he said with Israel's conservative government. When did the word conservative become a dirty word? Usually Israel gets accused of late of having an extremist government and all these other things. But he flat out admitted he has a problem with conservatives. That's what's bothering the president. And what's his plan as a so-called liberal? What is President Biden's plan? His plan is to create unilaterally a Palestinian Authority state. Create a PA state. That's what the liberals want to do. After October the 7th, they want to give Hamas a victory. They want to to reward Hamas and create this existential threat for the state of Israel. They're pushing for a PA state. And also, at the same time, they are saying that Jews living in Judea and Samaria are breaking international law. But as I said, we see the American people are behind us. And since that is the case, wouldn't it make more sense politically? And I don't know his strategy or whatnot. Wouldn't it make more sense politically for for Biden to side with Israel? Again, we're not talking about whether he loves us or hates us or whatnot. You can argue he doesn't like us. But since this is an election season in America and four out of five Americans support Israel, wouldn't it make more sense for him to do the exact opposite? I don't know. I'm not a political strategist on Team Biden. I mean, maybe not, because maybe he needs the votes amongst those 20 percent who don't side with Israel, who somehow have lost all sorts of moral clarity and have lost their moral compass. 20 percent of Americans think Hamas is in the right and Israel is in the wrong. I don't know. Maybe the Democrats have determined that those 20 percent, that that is their key demographic towards trying to win the election in November. Either way, they want to pay. They want Israel. They want Israel to pay the price for their demographic election needs. So it would seem. And that is just messed up. But speaking of uh, Judea and Samaria. Now illegal under international law, according to the Biden administration and Secretary of State Blinken, who on Friday, he appeared to reverse the Trump administration's Pompeo doctrine, which many, by the way, say that was the most important thing that, Mike, that the Trump administration did. When Mike Pompeo visited the Sagot winery and then later in a briefing in the U.S. said that the Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria are not per se illegal according to international law. However, this administration, the Biden administration and Blinken, they are reversing it. They are of the opinion that Judea and Samaria are illegal. Jewish communities are illegal. So there was a press conference in Argentina, and Blinken shared the uh, the Biden administration was disappointed with Israel's move to greenlight 3,000 housing units in Judea and Samaria. By the way, I wrote about this on JNS.org. Check it out. There was a terrorist attack last Thursday. An Israeli was, was murdered, and at least 11 others were injured, including a pregnant woman. Okay, so that happens. Israel decides, and again, you can argue whether it's, you know, in my opinion, Israel should not say, immediately following a terror attack, that we're going to go ahead and build as a response. Because then it looks like, that building in Judea and Samaria becomes a punishment for terrorism. Building in Judea and Samaria should be happening at any time. Not, not just when these monsters, it was three terrorists, murdered an Israeli on the Malay Dumim Jerusalem Highway. In my opinion, we should be building always it Should not be the response to terrorism. It should be happening all the time. Nevertheless, Israel announces it's going to build 3,000 housing units in Judea and Samaria. And Blinken goes crazy. Biden goes crazy. Blinken said he says it's been a longstanding U.S. policy under Republican and Democratic administrations alike, which is not true. That new settlements are counterproductive to reaching an enduring peace. Those are his words. I don't use the word settlement. And and the so-called settlements, communities in Judea and Samaria are inconsistent with international law. That is what Blinken said. Mike Pompeo said that is not the case. He goes, this goes all the way back to Ronald Reagan's administration, which recognized that Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria are not illegal under international law. So you had the U.S. House Speaker Mike Johnson slamming Blinken and Biden, their reversals, a quote, absolute disgrace. And again, it was Mike Pompeo, which reversed in 2019 the Obama administration's approach towards Israeli communities, saying they are not under, per se, inconsistent with international law. So like I said, Biden trying to reverse all the pro-Israel accomplishments under President Trump, whether it's saying that Jewish children can't go to kindergarten in a place called Judea, which is the most normal, natural thing in the whole world, or sanctioning residents, which actually means going after someone who opposes his administration's policies to trying to create this two-state solution. Folks, this administration has officially lost it. They They are not on the same page as the American people, and they are not on the same page with the Israeli people, who know that giving away parts of the land of Israel leads to massacres. Most Israelis figured this out a long time ago, but many more since October the 7th. And this is the path they're heading on, the Biden administration. Somehow they think this is going to bring them or have more of They'll have more of a chance of a victory in November. It's, we're still a long way away from that. But this it seems like every single week something else comes out. Sanctioning Jews, calling for an existential threat to the state of Israel by forming this two-state nonsense. Every single week we talk about it. And it just keeps going on and on and on, Hamas all the while laughing it up the monsters who carried out October 7th being rewarded for carrying out that massacre according to the uh, or on the base on the basis of policies carried out by the administration of the United States of America very very sad situation folks thank God the American people don't subscribe to that the American people don't get it uh, don't get what biden is doing doing don't accept what biden is doing and uh you know there are many many other issues out there but we'll have to wait to see how the united states votes in november ramadan ramadan the supposed holy month of peace and tranquility and self-reflection is beginning on march the 10th and israel's already worried about it because historically ramadan has been a time of massacres of jews that's just the way it has been ever since I've lived here, and I've been here 22 years. Uh, JNS reports that Iranian-backed terror groups are plotting to turn the Islamic holy month of Ramadan into the second phase of October the 7th and set the Middle East on fire, this according to Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant. He made these comments on Tuesday. He said the main goal of Hamas is to take Ramadan, with an emphasis on the Temple Mount and Jerusalem, and turn it into the second phase of their plan that began October the 7th. That is their main goal, and it's being amplified by Iran and Hezbollah, Gallant said, uh, following a situational assessment at the IDF's Central Command, which is responsible for Judea and Samaria. Okay? Let's remember when Hamas carried out this massacre, they said it was, an, it was on behalf of Al-Aqsa. That's why they were doing it. That was their goal. Okay, that is what was on their mind, was trying to march to Al-Aqsa, Jerusalem. That's what this is all about, folks. But we, again, as I said, we unfortunately see an increase in terrorism every year during Ramadan. March the 10th this year. Um, And as I said, the Islamic month of peace turning into a month of bloodshed and murdering of Jews. So the only option is to go after the terrorists in Judea and Samaria. Go after the hornet's nests of terror and wipe out the terrorists. Okay, that's what we have to do. Regardless of what month it is, that has to happen. We still have daily rock attacks and and firebomb attacks. And occasionally we have shooting at times. Just like we we are wiping out the terrorists, we are wiping out the Hamas in Gaza. Israel needs to wipe out the terrorists in Judea and Samaria as well. Whether they're with Hamas or the Palestinian Authority, Fatah or the PIJ whatever terror group it is Israel has to wipe out we must wipe out the terrorists let's do it now before Ramadan okay but it should be each and every day and I know the brave men and women of the IDF are working towards that goal each and every day and we do thwart 95% of the attacks here the Jewish press reported Israeli security forces killed three PIJ that's Palestinian Islamic Jihad terrorists including a commander during an overnight operation in Judea and Samaria between Monday and Tuesday, according to Israeli media reports, uh, the three terrorists were eliminated in Tubas, in northern Samaria, near Shechem, according to reports. This is what we need. All terrorists must go away one way or another. We cannot tolerate terrorism. All right. We've had enough, folks. We've had it's even before October 7th. It was. Way too long, which we, I won't say accepted, but which we did not go all the way in terms of wiping out the terrorists. And this is not a dig at the IDF. I'll make that very, very clear. comes from up above. We have to adapt policies in which these terrorists are afraid to raise their heads. I heard, unfortunately, I heard uh, just a brief clipping from one of the fathers whose son's is being held hostage now in Gaza and he told a story it was a few years ago where there was a uh, a um, a Druze situation here a member of the Druze community i don't have all the details i don't remember all the details but i think it was a, a Druze man was kidnapped kidnapped by a terror group in Janine and then the Druze went in and they kidnapped 300 members of the PA, 300 residents of the PA, and said, if you want your people back, you have 24 hours to return the person, the Druze who was kidnapped by members of the PA, one of the terror groups, I don't know if it was Hamas or one of the other terror groups in Janine, you have 24 hours, if not, we're going to kill all 300 of these people, and sure enough, this man was returned, or his body was returned, I don't remember the exact situation, but... I mean, in broad daylight, they went in, they went to a military or police checkpoint, and they simply took 300 PA residents and said, we are going to hold them until you give us back our man. And Israel should adopt these type of policies. Put the ultimatum down. Hamas, you have 24 hours to give us back our 100 plus hostages, or we will do X, Y, and Z. Israel has to get even stronger. We have, of course, we've rescued some hostages, and I think Israel is doing a lot to try to get the hostages back. But sometimes you have to think outside of the box and adopt a policy and a mentality which is relevant for the Middle East. I think that's what sometimes is missing. We need to adopt those types of policies. Okay, the latest from Gaza, from Aza. Times of Israel says the IDF killed dozens of Hamas operatives, terrorists, across Gaza over the past day, releasing footage of a strike on a gunman who tried to flee after opening fire on troops. Um, In addition, overnight, the IDF says it carried out airstrikes on eight significant targets in an area from which, I mentioned it before, which rockets were fired at Ashkelon last night. So the IDF struck back at the site of where those rockets were launched. In southern Gaza, the 7th Armored Brigade raided Hamas sites, captured weapons, and, uh, and killed a five-man Hamas cell in a vehicle using, using guided munitions. In Khan Yunus, the IDF says fighter jets struck buildings where Hamas operatives were gathered and preparing to attack troops. The paratroopers killed several gunmen with sniper fire, and the Givati Brigade called in airstrikes on two operatives in central gaza the idf says it is continuing to operate in gaza city where the Nahal brigade killed several gunmen and located weapons over the past 24 hours so we must win this war failure is not an option the idf is making great progress in gaza unfortunately two givati soldiers were killed yesterday may god avenge their blood ten others wounded some very seriously it was a booby trapped building somewhere in i think it was in gaza city or in central gaza From what I understand, may God avenge their blood, and may all of those injured have a speedy recovery. We talked about the South. We mentioned the North. Uh, TOI also reports that Israel Defense Force's Chief of Staff, Lieutenant General Herzi Halevi, warned yesterday that Hezbollah would pay a very high price for its continued attacks on northern Israel as the terror group launched a new barrage of rockets at the Western Galilee. While the army's top general was touring the area, so he was up there. Uh, Hezbollah launched rockets. More rockets were launched this morning. Hamas actually took responsibility for the for the rockets launched this morning. Um, bottom line is more and more likely. Uh, it is more and more likely that we are headed to full full-fledged war in the north. Thousands of Israelis are still not in their homes. They've been moved as a result of the situation. We have the daily barrages of rockets and missiles and anti-tank missiles being fired as well. Israel seems poised to enter a full-fledged war at some point, whether it's the spring or the summer, we'll have to wait and see what happens and how Israel goes about it. But we must not forget Hamas. Hamas must be eradicated in the South. And as I said, Hamas uh, did take responsibility for some of the rockets fired in northern Israel this morning so we have to deal with them and we have to deal with Hezbollah and as I always say Sunni and Shia Muslims Hezbollah is a Shia Hamas a Sunni they may not like each other they may not get along at all times but when it comes to wanting to destroy Israel they figure out a way to get along somehow they come together when it comes to their goal of wiping out the Jewish state of Israel and wiping out Jews around the world. It's always about the Jews, folks. They say the Zionists. They don't say Jews, but they really mean the Jews. They really mean the Jews, and we have to stand up to them on all fronts, and please, God, we will do so. We will continue to win the war in Gaza, and we will take care of business in the north as well. And I think that's really going to wrap it up for today. There's other things going on, local municipal elections. I don't even want to touch that for today. There's so much other stuff going on. Go check out your local uh, Israeli news sources to find out who the new mayors are, who, if the incumbents succeeded in maintaining their positions, if there are new mayors, there are some runoffs going uh, going on in several locations, as uh, not everyone got enough votes not even getting into that we'll we'll save that for a different day or we won't even discuss it at all but you know you can go online and find out who won and what city and what town the entire country went to elections yesterday yesterday was a day off very rare that we get a day off in the middle of the week on a, on a random Tuesday but that was the case today it's actually today a beautiful a little chilly but a beautiful sunny day here in Gushet on Israel hope you are well hope you are safe in your part of the world Get in touch with me during the week. Josh at com on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Be in touch with me on all those platforms. I just got my blue check on Twitter, on X, whatever you call it, for whatever that's worth. I got my, was approved. I got my blue check. So check me out on Twitter as well and be in touch. Um, Big shout-out to Tabitha Epstein for everything she does behind the scenes. Ben Bresky, engineer extraordinaire. Check out all the amazing content here on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com. My name is Josh Haston. Wishing everyone a wonderful week, a beautiful week, a safe week. Continue to pray for our brave men and women of the IDF. And uh, Hamas should release our hostages immediately. That is for sure. Have a great week, everyone. Please, God, talk to you next week. Coming to you from... Gush Etzion, the hills of Judea just south of Jerusalem, the eternal capital of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Shalom, shalom.